What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender, Adam Ronis here, courtesy of Fantasy Alarm. You're on the Sawdust Podcast Network. What's up, Adam? Thanks so much for staying up late and recording with me, man. Yeah, it's way past my bedtime. I feel like you might be. You seem a little cranky. I'm not cranky at all, bro. <laughs> I, I feel like you might be a little Mr. Cranky Pants tonight. No, I'm good. Did, did, did the Mets lose again? No, they're losing right now. Ah, see, there it is. See? Not the, dude, I'm, I'm done. The Mets are done. I've given up. <laughs> Your owner is uh, Great Pockets, does a real good job on Twitter. I mean, what did he say that was wrong? He didn't say anything that was wrong. Okay. It is it. He's he basically said I paid all this money. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, like guys, can you uh, start scoring some runs? I mean, this is ridiculous watching this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I paid all this money. You guys put together a shit squad. Thanks a lot. Well, a lot. I mean, he didn't pay all of the money because he's only been there for a year. So he's responsible for Lindor. Yes, but he's not responsible for the mess that was left behind. No, of course not. You know, when you take over something, obviously, and if it's a disaster, it's going to take some time to to clean it up. I like your spirit there, Adam. I do. I do. It's very, uh, it's it's very level-headed, very rational. It's very. I mean, uh, well, that's baseball, Susan. Uh, look, this their their poor play started a while ago they've been like terrible for two two and a half months and then you have this stretch against the dodgers and giants you knew it was over yeah oh no doubt well they had to fly across country and then play 24 hours later um yeah you, you knew they were done you, you you knew it uh but i mean listen we, you saw this on the schedule though like you knew it was it was coming anyway yeah, that's why when they didn't do well against the Marlins and the Pirates, I'm like, yeah, they're in trouble, man. You, if you can't take care of those teams, and then you're going to go play, you know, the, the Dodgers and Giants who are just playing great baseball, like, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Did, I didn't even look, man. My Yankees win? They did Yeah, win. they won. Mm-hmm. Look at that. What a weird lineup that Yankee lineup is now. Did you see the lineup tonight? Voight? Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton. That was your top five, right? Yep. Then, then you had Odor, Velasquez, Higashioka, and Wade. <laughs> like Split right in half right there. Five power-hitting strikeout masters. Well, except for Rizzo, who's a good OBP guy. But um, And then four, <laughs> what the hell are these guys? <laughs> I'm getting yeah. a kick out of it. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, and then getting the twins, too, certainly helps at this point. Oh, of course it does. Take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yum. I mean, please, give me the Royals next. I'll take that. I'll That's who they that play guy. next? What? That's who they get next? No, I don't even know who the Yankees get next. Here, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now just to piss you off. Just to get under your skin. Uh, Minnesota, then they got a two game set against the Braves, four game set against Oakland, three games against the, uh, the angels. Uh, and then, uh, Oh, Ooh, hello. September three against the Orioles, three, four against Toronto. Then it's three against the Mets, three against the Orioles, 
three against Cleveland, three against Texas. And then we finish off with Boston, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. So brutal little nine-game stretch there at the end, but oh, shit, that uh, that is like a, the softest seat right there for uh, September 1st through, <laughs> through the 22nd. Wow. Yeah, so they should get in. They better. <laughs> they better if they don't. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Dude, I would lose my mind. Lose my mind. Um, all right. Well, you know what? I don't want to even talk any baseball here. So I, I, I just got out of a uh, of an auction that lasted almost four hours. Uh, it was so funny, too, because when I texted you 40 minutes ago to be like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm almost done. Uh, we had like all these like tech issues and stuff. I, I, I think our commissioner was drinking or something because everything just kept like taking forever. And then we had to redo it. And then oh, they couldn't figure out that uh, that Emil Cadlick, uh, who's drafting for football guys tonight, he wasn't going to draft a kicker, but the system wouldn't let him. And he's like trying to nominate a guy. Uh, he's trying to nominate Alexander Madison at the end. Right. And it won't let him, you know, it won't let him do it. And he's like, you know, what's going on? What's going on? Blah, 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 this and that. And like three tries, three tries. And then all of a sudden somebody was like, uh, hey, dude, you need a kicker. It's not letting you draft because you, you got to finish the, the draft with the uh, with the proper amount, the proper guys. So that kind of extended the uh, the the long wait. But uh, nevertheless, man, I'll tell you what, we're going to uh, we're going to talk this auction draft. Uh, with you in a in, in a hot second, we're gonna pay some bills. We're gonna go on the other side here, and uh, and Adam's gonna dissect what my roster looks like here. I, I can't tweet this whole thing out; they didn't make it a public thing. I can tweet my roster out when I uh, when we launch this podcast. So we'll do that and just talk about it. So stick around here, Adam Ronas, Howard Bender. We'll be right back, breaking down an auction. All right, Adam. So I gave you a, a, a nice little. Uh, what my roster looks like, and then obviously a, a list of of what I paid for everybody. Um, you know, I mean, let me. I'll just take your opinion, and then let's see if you could figure out what went down because this is not a a, a, nor, a team that I normally draft. Yeah, well, I'm sure you were trying to pay up for a different running back, probably Nick Chubb, right? And he went too high. And he went too high. Yeah. 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 What did he go he, for? He went into the 50s. So here you go. So running back prices were bonkers. Absolute bonkers. I mean, McCaff went for 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 60, right? But then it was like all these other dudes were going for, you know, for 50 bucks uh or more. And I was like, man, I'm I'm just, you know, I, I you just you see what it's staring at you at the wide receiver spot, right? You're just like you're looking at these wideouts, and you're like, oh, these guys are just sitting here right now, and people are just crushing the money with uh, with running backs. So um, I was like, you know, I, I don't normally do this, but I'm just not going to get caught up in it. And, um, you know, I, I figure, you know, for what you need one running back, and the lowest that I was going to go was Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and he was, I mean, he was like one of the last to be nominated. I mean, it was weird. How it was, uh, how it went with him, uh, you know, amongst like you know, 
top, you know, top 15 running backs or whatever. And I was like, all right, you know, that's the cutoff spot right there. Clyde Edwards Alaire. And and I still had to freaking overpay for him. Like I, I that one I just I, I just couldn't let go. And and you know, I mean, I don't I don't regret it because I, you know, I'm very bullish on Clyde Edwards Alaire, but I mean, I just could not do it. These guys were paying crazy prices. And so I was like, screw it, man. Let me get a let me get the best top three wide receivers uh, I can get here. Yeah, it does seem like a high price for CEH, but I mean, you did get a top quarterback. Uh, I guess quarterbacks went very cheap, huh? If Wilson um, went for seven. No, I mean, Wilson went for seven. The uh, the the top tier, um, you know, they went, I mean, Josh Allen. Oh, I can't even see it right now. It won't even let me. You know, this is what I hate about my fantasy league and trying to figure all of that out. But, uh, you know, they, they were going for some decent money anywhere from like the 12 to 16. Mahomes, I think, went for like 23, maybe 23, maybe, maybe 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven. So, yeah, that's a, a nice value. Yeah, I, I was like, I was stunned that he just sat there at seven. I was like, how is nobody doing this? Just made no sense to me. And I mean, there were guys who who went after Russell Wilson that that went for more money. So yeah, no, and I like I like Brown, Metcalf, uh Beckham at 15, Robbie at seven. I don't know if the hamstring injury caused his price to go down. I think Pittman at one, two was really good. I mean, there's talk from Colts camp that he's clearly the number one. And yeah, it might not be a pass heavy offense, but he's great after the catch. I mean, get him at one. So yeah, I mean, the receiving core is pretty strong. And then the running backs, again, you just kind of need one of those guys. You know, Robinson looks like he still is going to get a lot of work. Does that change as the season goes on? Maybe, but, you know, $12, at least early on, you know he's going to play a role. You know, maybe Moss emerges. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's fine. And then Pitts, you get at 14, uh, maybe a little bit cheaper than one might expect. And he's essentially going to be a wide receiver uh so yeah i think uh considering that you didn't get the top running back you want i, I think the team turned out solid you know it was pretty it was really funny because i was thinking about you know what you and i have been talking about the last couple of uh podcasts with just doing that pivot and and grabbing the uh the, the high-end wideouts here um and it was just it was just so bizarre there was there was because some weird about it, like equated to a snake, right? CH is going in the second round, right? Yeah. So is AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. <laughs> and you got those guys cheaper. I mean, yeah. Eleven dollars cheaper for DK Metcalf. I mean, he's pretty much going mid to late second in every draft as a CH. So basically what people are doing in these auctions is they're placing a premium on these top running backs. And I feel like it's too much. Um, again, based on the auctions that I've seen, I mean, it was really the Kings classic we're referring to, and there was two of them, but like I, the one I was covering in the Brown, I was like, what is going on here, man? Like these, like, again, Devontae Adams is a first round pick, right? You can make a case for him going. I think you can make a case for him going third overall, not saying I would do it, but I absolutely see it. And, uh, he's probably going third overall in your GST, by the way. Uh, a little note there for you on Sunday. Uh, wait, 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 say that one more time. The Devontae Adams is likely going third overall in your GST draft on Sunday. Wow, that's an interesting tidbit of news. 
Um, I mean, does it really do anything for you? No, because I mean, you probably does, you probably does it do anything for me? Yeah, it gets me one step closer to a running back I really want. Okay, well, my friend who's probably uh, he's in your draft too, Red Rum. He, he listened to the podcast. He's like, "Oh, well, tell Howard he's not getting Nick Chubb." I'm like, "Really? You're taking him?" And then he named him with like five other guys. I'm like, "Okay, man, whatever." <laughs> He's like, how come you didn't mention me on the podcast when I'm picking? I'm like, because you didn't do shit last year. Did you make the playoffs? No. (laughs) Then he's like, I won your home league. I'm like, we're not talking about my home league. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Adam's in that Brown auction in uh, Kings Class going for 42, and all the other ranks going 50. Like, the disparity shouldn't be that much. It just shouldn't. So that's something you have to identify if you see that, hey, everyone is just overpaying for these running backs. Yeah, you want to get one, but – you also don't want to overpay. So just go in a different direction. Go, okay, well, that means the receivers, the top tier receivers are going to be cheaper than they should. Now you could say, well, the bottom ones are going to be cheap too, but we know that doesn't happen because there, there comes a point in the auction where there's a few people that are sitting on too much money and they either overpay for that mid range or they're low on money at the end. And you saw it like Rondell Moore was $17 in the Kings class. So there's always those lower guys or people like, well, I have the money left. I'm just going to spend it. All right, fine. 17 on Rondell Moore. So <laughs> you don't, you don't want to be in that position, man. So, uh, it, you know, if you see, Hey, there, this room is paying a lot for the elite running backs. And it's probably going to happen in almost every auction this year because people see that steep drop off at the running back position and very few bell cow running backs that get three down work. So, um, but I think you can go in the other direction. And again, a couple of teams did it, I thought, to, uh, really well in the Kings Classic. And it seemed like you kind of did that here too, getting Brown, Metcalf, uh, even Beckham, Robbie Anderson, Pittman. So, uh, and then again, you got to, we all think Pitt should be good, right? Uh, for 14 bucks. Yeah, he's essentially a wide receiver in that offense. You got a top seven quarterback, in my opinion. So, you know, and early on in the season, are you playing this out or is this just for? Yeah, no, this is we're playing this out. Okay. Dude, I've been in this. So I've been in this uh, this this auction league. Um, Jesus, like 12, 13 years now. This this league was passed down to me um, from Jeff Erickson. I was, you know, he was. He was in it for a few years and then he just got too much on his plate. And he was like, do you want to rep Rotowire for this? I was like, sure, no problem. And then uh, and then I got the full time gig with Fantasy Alarm. And I said to, uh, you know, to Corey Benini, I was like, um, you know, do I just have do I have to find somebody from Rotowire to take over this team? He's like, no, you've been in this league for a few years. Just. You know, stay in and just rep your uh, your own site. I was like, okay, great. Change the name to Fantasy Alarm, uh, and, and we're good to go. And I've been in it ever since. And you know, I mean, we've seen some some guys come and go, but you know, there's there's a lot of guys in this who have just who've just been in it forever, and it's uh, it's pretty funny, pretty damn funny. It's uh, because you know we talk about shit from year to year. Like you know, the big joke is is that every year during this auction, either you know, I, I either used to, my wife would bring me something to eat while I was auctioning and then I'd brag about like getting dinner served to me and shit. Or she was like offering me if I just got out of the auction now, she was offering uh, a, a night of sex. I was like, ooh, 
All right. So I told him that. I was like, guys, we got to move it along here at the auction so I can get lucky. <laughs> this year, like, you know, they, they started taking bets on it. They were like, well, all right, so is, is Bender eating or is he uh, or is he bucking? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good group of dudes and stuff like that. There's some, some you know, there's some new faces in there. This one dude, I, I don't know what he did. I'm trying to find how come there's no page here on uh, on uh, on on my fantasy league that shows you everybody's like prices that they paid. Is there some crazy shit that went down? Um, I mean, yeah. So franchise rosters doesn't show it, right? That just no. shows the rosters with no price. How about? Um, but here you go. I, I, you know what? I'll fran- just kind of go franchise through a couple summary. Of them. No, just, that just to work. show you some pricing here. This one dude. Uh, on the the Blitzed podcast, it's the Huddles podcast, and this dude's the host. Uh, 60 on McCaffrey, 40 on Barkley, 43 on Devontae Adams, 43 on Tyreek Hill, and then he fucking sat there and just picked dollar guys at the end. Yeah, one or two of those guys get hurt, underperform, you're in big trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, mm. and I mean, you know, like Barkley, he's like a beacon of health here, right? Yeah. So I was, yeah, that was, a, that was, a, that was a weird one for me. But let's see, Dory was. A, let me look at some of the guys who were uh, aggressive early, um, because that was when you know, yeah, I was like, here, Dalvin Cook for fifty and Alvin Kamara for fifty four. Right. Then he also spent 35 on Jefferson and uh and 19 on DJ Moore. And he sat for a for a while. Um, yeah, there were just uh it was crazy. Derek Henry Derek Henry went for $43. Like, I could point, not believe full, full point PPR. What's that? Full, full point, point PPR. Wow. So I'm assuming he came out early, which is why you didn't go higher. Yeah, he came out were... really early. So why didn't you go higher? You were sitting on Chubb? Yeah, I was sitting on Chubb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I figured at these prices, I was like, okay, I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking, all right, Chubb's going to end up going for like, you know, 35, uh, you know, 38, 39, you know, 40 at the most. If if Henry was going for this, you know, uh, fucking it was it was crazy. Eckler went for 42. Like these were these were like they were out first and it was kind of aggressive um bidding, but yeah, where was it? Here's Chubb went for 50. Chubb Damn. went for 50. I couldn't buy that's I was I was like in the bidding and in, into the mid 40s, and I was just like, holy shit. I mean, it was just it was crazy. Uh I saw it tonight in an NFFC online championship league. Nick Chubb went first pick around three. First pick of round three. Yes. Oh, dude. Dude, that's just, that's terrible. That's terrible. There's the, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. Like, you know, I love Nick Chubb, right? I mean, can you, can you rationalize that to me? Can you rationalize not taking him in the second well, round? Well, the second round, no. I mean, I had I had this discussion with Fensty on Alarm After Hours Wednesday night show. I see the other side. Like, 
I'm kind of in the middle. Like I know you're extremely high and then there's people who are extremely low. I'm kind of more in the middle. Like I'll take him in the first round. I took him eighth overall in the FSGA. I took him in the super flex league that we did in New York city in the second round. But that's because again, I took a quarterback in round one, but I do see there is downside to Chubb as far as game script. Now, I think Cleveland's going to be an excellent team this year. I think they will be a Super Bowl contender. So I expect them to win a lot of games. So I don't expect them to be on negative game script. But there were a couple instances last year where you saw um, week one against Baltimore, they lost 38 to six. You're going to say, oh, well, they're never going to get blown out like that outlier. Sure. But he had 10 carries, 60 yards, one catch for six yards. Then there was another game against the Jets where they lost. 23-16, 11 carries, 28 yards. He did have a touchdown and five catches for 38 yards, but we know he's not going to catch five passes every game. I'm assuming Kareem Hunt sat that week. So there are that and the other games that they lost, 47-42, where he played against Baltimore, that crazy shootout. He was 17 for 82. Again, saved his day with two touchdowns. Um, and those were the three losses that he played in the other two losses Cleveland had, he was out. So everything broke right for him last year where the game script was positive. They were playing from ahead and, you know, he got the touchdowns. So he's got to score touchdowns. And what if Cleveland has injuries and things don't work out and he scores eight touchdowns? That's a problem for Nick Chubb because he can't make it up in the pass game with the way they utilize him. No, but the last time he had eight touchdowns, didn't he rush for 1,500 yards? Right, but that's that doesn't mean he's going to do it again. No, of course it doesn't mean he's going to do it again. Listen, there's no guarantee that any player is going to do it again. Listen, I, I get I get the other side's argument. I just don't think it holds as much water as they think it does. Right. I um, think again, I'm 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 being objective here. Right, right. I'm more, no, I got I'm, more you. I'm more on the pro Nick Chubb side because I think he's a poor man's Derrick Henry because he's never gonna get 320, 330 carries that a Derrick Henry would get. And I know he had 298 two years ago, but and look, I, I think he's better than Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt is completely overvalued where he's going this year because we saw last year, and I know it was only four games when Chubb was out. Cream Hunt, they didn't do much. So I, I would hope that they get more. Chubb. Here's the thing. Chubb can catch the football. He's a good receiver. They just don't use him. <laughs> he had 49 targets two years ago, 36, caught 36 passes. We would love that if he got that this year. Sure. Um, he's also a big play threat. You know, he doesn't need like the 25 carries a game. And that's the only other thing, too. Like he only had two games last year of at least 20 carries. It's like. Really? Like he should be getting more. He had a game of 20 and a game of 22. That was it. Yeah, there was 19, 18, 17, two 19s in there. Um, but I think everything has gone right for Nick Chubb. And the other side is, well, what if things don't? What are his numbers going to look like? And, you know, with a guy like the pass catching back, like Kamara, he's always going to be on the field, even though he's not going to get the carries that Chubb gets, you know, what if Cleveland just goes on a losing streak and is playing from behind several straight weeks in a row, you'll see him on the field less again, unless they change the way they deploy him and Kareem Hunt. I think that's unlikely though, because I think Cleveland's really good. I think they're set up for success, good offensive line. So 
I'm on the other side of it, but I see the other side, but I think some people are taking it way too far, taking him in the mid second round. And then tonight, first pick around three, like it's absurd. I, I see both sides of every argument. You could you could basically make a case against every single player. And I actually, well, yeah, I actually especially, especially the running backs. I mean, yeah, I, I actually McCaffrey. did that on on the alarm show. I was sitting there and and I, you know, I don't know, I was pissed off about something. So I did a whole segment where I basically said you can come up with an absolute negative thing about any any player. I can talk you out of drafting any single any player in the NFL. Uh, and let's do it. And then Jim just started to run through all the top running backs. And I was, you know, and I just gave you just negative answers for, you know, and and things that could go against them for everybody. So, like, I mean, I see both sides of it. Yeah, listen, I I, I get it. I get what they're saying. Um, no, actually, I don't get what they're saying because, you know, here's the funny thing is that, you know, the statement that was made, this was actually, this this went down, I don't remember what it was. Ani, Ani Streeter, a producer at SiriusXM, showed me um, a tweet that said, I won't draft Nick Chubb ever because he's not a league winner. And I was like, I don't yeah, really that understand that. Yeah. Like, it makes, it makes zero sense. I mean, I, I'm like, I've owned Nick Chubb every year for the last three years, and I've won a championship with Nick Chubb on my roster every year in the past three years, right? I mean, I just, I have. Um, high floor, safe floor, right? Just just great stuff from, from him. But, I mean, he's he's one guy who I can just leave in my lineup and just, I don't give a fuck what the, uh, what, what the potential game script is or anything like that. Nick Chubb's going to sit in my lineup every single week unless he's hurt or dead, right? I mean, that's just, or on a bye week. Um. And and I love that. Like that's that's what you strive for when you're building your roster. I don't want to like sit and play games with that. And you know, I mean, I, I just I I love the the player himself. And if people are just going to kind of you know leave him for me, well, I, I'm I'm in on that. Thank you. Um, I'll be very happy with it. But you know, it was like this whole thing. I was like, how is he not a league winner? That's just not a you know. I mean, to me. That's somebody who's like all in on the pass catching backs and just loves throwing darts to like win the Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, no, I just I, the the pass catching backs just elevate the floor because again, if Chubb has a week where he has eleven for twenty eight, which is not going to happen much, he's probably not going to be involved in the passing game. It probably means they're losing, and it probably means he's off the field more. But I don't expect many of those weeks. Again, we went through the schedule last year. Exactly. And he only had three games where they lost. And two of them were kind of stinkers. Dude, he scored a touchdown in nine of 12 games, <laughs> which that's the other thing, too. It's like, can that continue? Well, it, it probably will. They want to run the football. They're a good team. They should be playing from ahead. And we've seen it two years in a row with Derrick Henry. Same thing. You know, a, a pass. He doesn't catch the ball a lot. Um, and he continues to get it done. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is and, and, and so be it for, for people that be, yeah, I, that, that turned into, you know, so I, I ended up, you know, trying, I stated my argument and, ah, dude, it was, uh, it was kind of funny, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of lost my train of thought here on the, uh, on the whole thing. How did we get sidetracked? We got sidetracked to Nick Chubb. How? Because I let him go. 
You went for 50 bucks. Oh, yeah, because then, then you I told me that somebody. Yeah, that he went first pick around three in a NFFC yeah. online championship tonight. Huh. Listen, I'll take that. Like I said, I'll take that all day long. Although if the GST, if they leave me Nick Chubb at 11. Oh. I don't uh, could he, yeah, he could be there at 11. It's possible. I, I will do unspeakable things to myself during the draft. <laughs> I'll, and I, but you know what? And I'll probably finish before my next pick. Oh, well, that is uh, relatively quick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because they left me Nick Chubb at 11. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. For goodness sake. So one thing about this draft here also, as you're looking through my roster, um, I didn't draft Hunter Henry. You didn't? No, I, I nominated you know, I, I was go, I was trying to nominate Traquan Smith mm -hmm. and I nominated Hunter Henry for some reason. And, uh, and I said to him, I'm like, let's roll it back or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, you know what? I was like, it's taking so freaking long right now. Just, you know what? Just give me Hunter Henry. I'll just sit with him. So I, I, I wouldn't have drafted a backup tight end with this crew. Okay. Yeah. I would not have done that. So that was kind of a bummer for me, but I was like, I'm really, am I going to be that guy, you know, to like haggle with that? I got a couple of dudes in here who are uh, who are just some potential drops, but I love, listen, my starting group here, Russell Wilson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and then you kind of figured, you know, James Robinson would be my number to my RB2 with Zach Moss and Ronald Jones kind of hanging back, Tevin Coleman, who knows. But, you know, my top four wide receivers, like you said, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Odell Beckham, Robbie Anderson. Like and it's know, two, it's two, three, two, two running backs, three receivers. I mean, it's two, three, one, two, two three, one. it's two, three, and, and then it's flex. and one, and then a flex. Okay. So it can be either a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end. Right. Yeah. Standard, you know, usual shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I don't even know what usual is anymore. So I always ask. Oh, dude. Did you, are you, you're not in that, that the, the family league, are you? No. The one that like, PD Stitz runs? No. I don't know what the fuck happened. I won last year, right? It's great. It's FA Nation people. It's some of the analysts. And uh, and and I guess, you know, PD Stitz is uh, the commissioner. And somehow this fucking league turned into a 16-team league with, like, shortened rosters and a third-round reversal. And I was just like, what? What the hell's going on? Why are we complicating this? Like, why? It makes no sense to me. Had you told me that you know this is this, that you were just planning on arbitrarily adding people and then turning it into this league, I would have dropped out to make room for them. <laughs> what was it last year? Fourteen? No, it was twelve, 12 last and year. Four teams. Yeah. Like out of nowhere, and then and then the rosters got all like. Weird. Yeah, I mean, people are always making that's a drastic change, though. Adding yeah, four teams, yeah, I, I thought so. <laughs> going twelve to sixteen, yeah, that really changes things. <laughs> Makes quite the difference. 
And then uh, I oh, and, and then I you know then he adds in also that there's going to be a third round reversal in this draft. I was like, oh, okay, great. Like, when's when are we going to find out the draft order? He's like, oh, I randomized it just now. I was like, oh, okay, what? Where, where am I? Seventh. Like, no, right, right in the right, middle. Right that's, in the fucking middle. <laughs> that's not that bad, though, don't you think? You're, you're right. Uh, you know, I guess I don't know. I mean, so yeah, the third round reversal doesn't have any effect on me, right? It's no big deal, and I guess because you know it's sixteen teams that you know being on the wheel uh, doesn't exactly have as much as many advantages, um, even with the third round reversal. It's crazy, but yeah, what happened to just regular old? Hey, join my 12-team really normal league. Yeah, I don't think those exist anymore. There's really – I don't even know what a normal league is anymore. What's your preference? 12-team uh, PPR, two running backs, three receiver, two flexes. Okay, kickers and defenses still as well? Um, either way, I'm fine. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh I really don't have a strong opinion on it. You want to take the kickers away? Sure. You don't? Sure. I like the second flex in there. And just a regular flex. Doesn't have to be a super flex. Right, yeah. Nah, that's what I've been doing in my home league for years. Uh, instituted in the GST. I don't know if we started that last year, but I was like, yeah, let's get the second flex in there. Um, I think we did that. I think we started either last year or two years ago. So... It was definitely there last year. That was my bread and butter, man. Was just chucking these like starting running backs into my uh, into my flexes. Oh yeah, I had I had uh, I had Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Swift, Gibson. Those were my top four running backs. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I it's so uh, funny. I think you and I had similar uh, similar backs. I think instead of uh, instead of Gibson, I think I had Mostert. Um, can't remember who else. I don't know, but that draft's Sunday. Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Woo! You'll be good, man. You'll be fine. Of course I'll be good. Absolutely. Who doesn't love getting up at the butt crack of dawn on a Sunday? I actually have articles I got to write anyway for uh, for baseball. Wager alarm. So I actually got to get up extra early just so I can get all that shit done before the draft starts. I think it should be... I don't even remember last year, but I'm assuming it was a pretty quick draft, right? I mean, it's a the clock's a minute ten, so there'll probably be a couple points in the draft where maybe it slows up in the middle to late rounds. But I'm assuming the first couple rounds go quick, and you know you don't have to you don't have Scott Angle in your draft where he's going to call me at least once <laughs> to uh, roll it back. That's what he did last year. <laughs> Just roll it back. Roll it it happens every year. It happens in a mock drafts. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to pick him. Can you run it back? Like, well, I can pause it, but anyone who was picked, you can't have. <laughs> That's how it should be, right? Like, That's if exactly you, how it should be. If you make a pick and then three more go and you call me, hey, I don't want this player, I'll pause it and be like, okay, who do you want? Oh, this guy. Nah, he was already drafted after you. Sorry, you can't have him now. Like, <laughs> it's true, though. It's not fair to the other person, right? Oh, it's definitely not. It's I mean, just really, funny it's, when it's always the same. It's the like, same you, I mean, look, 
everyone makes mistakes, but come on, man. Like before you click on the person to hit draft, look at it. Look at it. I hear you. I hear you. Oh man. All right. So, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm beat up. I'm tired. I'm out of here. Um, the wife who has like a, a nice uh, meal prepared for me for after this. So, um, again, you can find the uh, the my 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 team and their and their prices uh, over on uh, on at Roto Buzz Guy on Twitter. When I uh, post this Annie Up podcast and tell you all that's going on. Um, but yeah, Adam, I, I I'm done with you now. I'm finished. Cool. Nice. Because it's actually, to be honest with you, it's past my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually like usually like the two hour. This is the start of the two hour window of where I'm like. Wait, you, know, you go to sleep by like 10 for real? Like not. Well, no, I'm just nodding off on the couch. And then I'm okay. like, and then I'm up. And then it's like, you know, then I'm up from like, you know, 12 to two. And then I fall back asleep and then I get up at, you know, four or five. Okay. It's a real treat, let me tell you. Yeah, it sounds like it. Trust me, I don't. <laughs> I don't miss the days of waking up four four thirty a.m. to do that morning show. I still don't know how I did it for that many years. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. It's just you know the funny thing is just the only time I can get shit done. It's the only time that nobody's bothering me. So, okay. Well, now I know that I'll uh, start texting you since I'm up at this uh, late hour on the East Coast. You have said that. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, he's Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up, and we'll catch you next time.